0: Hi, friends. It's Nate here. I'm going to do something that we don't usually do here. So uh, let me let me back up and explain a little bit. For longtime listeners of the show, you know that we have a whole second podcast that we do called Utterly Heretical. This second show is just for patrons, um, supporters of the show. It's It's five bucks a month to support and Utterly Heretical is unedited. We tend to share more stories from things we experienced in the church, in our ministry days, in Bible college, in uh, Christian university, Christian radio, (laughs) So so many things to get into there. Honestly, as much as I love doing Almost Heretical, I gotta say that Utterly Heretical is probably my favorite show to do. It's got more of a feel of like chatting on the couch after dinner. And so today I'm going to play you a clip from a recent episode we did called What Bible Translation Should I Use? And it gets into way more than just that question alone, so you, you got to hear the whole episode. We've had lots of great chats over on Utterly Heretical episodes like Parenting After Deconstruction, Reasons to Not Believe in Hell, uh, Not Starting with the Bible, How Do We Know Right from Wrong, and Should We Go to Church? and many, many others. There's a whole back catalog of episodes that you'll get access to immediately. Also, I know it can feel so lonely on this journey of changing or losing your faith. And so I'm trying to make more spaces for you to find others on this journey with you. As a patron, you'll be invited to the monthly Zoom calls that we do with Shelby and myself and a bunch of listeners. These are so fun and life-giving. We do breakout groups and chat about how these topics are hitting us. And then lastly, you'll be invited to the private Facebook group just for patrons and moderated by fellow listeners of Almost Heretical. This is where we all hang out and share our stories. I say all the time here that you're not alone, you're not crazy, and that there are many, many people on this journey with you. And these are a few ways to help you connect with these other people. And I personally look forward to meeting you on the next Zoom call that's coming up very soon. You can become a patron at Patreon.com/slash/AlmostHeretical or just click the link in these show notes. Okay, here's a sample of the patron-only episode called "What Bible Translation Should I Use." I think the question you have to ask when you're when you're asking this question, you have to ask of yourself is like, why Why do I want to know? what the best translation of the Bible is. Why am I asking that question?
1: Okay, okay.
0: Because if you're asking that question, because like you said earlier, if I can get to the uh, the closest to what Jesus actually said, then I'll know exactly how to live my life then i'll know exactly how to make every decision then i'll know exactly how i mean this is you're kind of and this is i think the the fear of it happens with the whole you know the right and the left here in the in the u.s you kind of shift the pendulum and and both sides get get more polarized or something like that it also happens with fundamentalism so if you if you deconstruct your your fundamentalist evangelical upbringing or fundamentalist evangelical adult life, whatever, whatever age you were, when, when you believe that if you deconstruct fundamentalist reformed, uh, you know, evangelical theology and you shift and become fundamentalist in uh, mm-hmm. a progressive theology or something like that. I see this happen all the time.
1: Right. I, I call it trans fundamentalism. Okay. You're, you're, okay. Uh, Tell me more. You're believing different things, but you believe them with the same level of dogmatism that you did before.
0: Right. Okay. Yeah. Exactly. And so, like, if that's if that's the 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 hope is to find a translation that allows you to um, believe a different set of things, just as assuredly as you did the other set of things, then I think that's potentially going to be a um, a very discouraging ap- approach later on, as you realize that's not. Yeah. That's not the text yeah. we have. That's not the Bible that we have. Um, so I think I think what I'm saying is like we can talk about the translation um, topic, but I think these are like kind of the ground rules before we get into yes, talking about it. True. Right? What other true. ground rules do you think you would have just as we think about this topic? Like, what would you tell someone um, that's hoping to know what the best translation of the Bible is before well, we kind of get into talking about that?
1: I mean, as you for for those of who haven't listened to the um, the the gender the intro to the gender series uh, my background is uh bible translation that was what i was studying you mean the
0: the woman series right because the gender series was oh, what we oh, did right. mm-hmm. earlier right? yes. okay so the, the new woman series that we're <laughs> yes, doing here in absolutely. 2022 yeah
1: 2022 um but yeah i my undergrad was linguistics i was preparing to do bible translation um so this is a very um relevant question and um fascinating one to me so i guess maybe the another ground w- rule to lay here is that any translation you read is a translation and that as as a linguist and for anyone anyone who's listening who speaks more than one language knows that that is very significant like no matter what translation you read it's going to be in English and that means that it's not in the original language and there's some significant implications of that we can make a lot of really good translations from one language to another but you always always lose things along the way because um languages are not equivalent. Um I mean, so some people I remember when I was a teenager um and I was in this worldview class and I was just like trying to, you know, do be exactly everything God wanted me to be and on fire and live my so I was reading everything very literally and so I was like I need to get a word for word translation of the Bible and I was given it was told in my class to go get the NASB. And that that was, that was the most like word for word, which of course, when you start to study the original languages, you realize you can't do a word for word translation because Hebrew is going to have one word that means, you know, four different words in English. Like there's no such, you can't, and, or there's different concepts. There's different entire grammatical structures. Like a Hebrew might have a tense that, or actually Greek, Greek has several verb tenses that English doesn't have which makes the translation, especially of Paul's letters, really tricky. So without getting too technical here, this is a huge point to make. It's just as unfortunate as it is that not everyone speaks Greek and Hebrew, it does actually make a difference. Um, does it make a crucial difference? I w- hope not. I often put it in, my, I've taught Hebrew and Greek before, and I usually put it this way to my students. I say um, that. For me, um, the original languages are, it's like watching a movie in black and white versus in color. That it's the same message, um, but when it's read in the original language or in color, it's just, it's so much richer. And there are maybe details and things you pick up on that you would not have noticed in the black and white. Um, So, so there is a difference. How much of a difference does it make up for debate, I guess, um, for some things, it doesn't matter that much. For others, it does. But I guess what to put those together with what we were saying before and with this one, um, we have to come at the Bible just a lot more open-handed. We need to come at it like it's scripture. Which, if you if you look, the term scripture with a lowercase s, like religions have scriptures all over the world. It's it's basically wisdom literature. Things that we should learn from, or as 1 Timothy would say, useful for teaching, rebuking, correcting, and training in righteousness. Mm. Um, it doesn't have to be this exact inerrant thing. It should be things that, a, a text that we go to to, to learn things and to, to gain mm. a lesson. Just kind of similar to how we would within Aesop's Fable. Um, when it comes down to, just to get to the actual translation question, like which, which translation well, should I use? well let's oh, yeah, let's
0: sure. uh so what I have a couple of questions about that or a couple of oh, oh, yeah, thoughts here too it. so I was just thinking in my in my head over here, like I guess part of what you're saying when you say that every every text that we can read if we're reading um not in Greek or Hebrew, is a translation, and what a translation uh what goes along with that you almost need to tell yourself you're reading someone's decisions right <laughs> we're someone reading is the decisions that someone as made they translate it and everyone who has made those interpretations or everyone who's made those translations um, made decisions and everyone who made those decisions has a worldview has mm-hmm. a um, you know they have a culture that they were a part mm-hmm. of they have uh, they have their own personal just history, things they experienced. And and even though, and this is where, you know, I, I've just been a part of groups where, um, like in San Francisco with um, kind of the radical movement that I was a part of, it's like, what's the clear, the plain reading of scripture, right? Like we're just doing the plain reading oh. of scripture. It's like you're doing the plain reading of a translation. A translation is someone's decisions that they made off the off the original text. And I guess here's the other thing I want to say, too. The original text, right? So just so mm-hmm. we don't hold that mm-hmm. up with too high of a, uh, like, we all we need to do is, you know, because people do this, like, with the Constitution, which we talk about on episode <sighs> two of the woman series. Uh, we hold it up. We hold up these this document, um, this scripture, with um as like golden tablets type of a thing. But we need to look at what what this actually is, right? So it's it's a the original text now talking about the Bible. Mm -hmm. The biblical text, even just that, like I just said it, right? Talking about the Bible. It's like it's not a it's not this book. And I think a lot of people realize that now. It's not this this single book that is just all I mean, it's confusing, right? When you see it as um on the shelf at a on your bookshelf or at a bookstore, or whatever, like mm-hmm. it looks like this single it book, right? Like but what it is, yeah. yeah, yeah. So we have this collection um, of different texts that were written over thousands of years. Um, scribes passed down, handed like different things going on there. But they, even if we just get back to the original text here, we have a text written entirely by men mm-hmm. in a specific time in history in a specific culture, many different Mm -hmm. cultures, right? Mm -hmm. Many different times in history. Yeah, Um, hundreds of years. Right, in specific regions in the world, um, these texts were written, specific things going on in those regions. Um, So, (laughs) you know, we get to, uh, even if it's, let's say we could read perfect, Everyone could read perfect Hebrew, Greek, and Aramaic, right? Is there mm-hmm. some? Okay, oh, Nice job. Bonus Thank points. You. Thank you. Thank you. Okay. Um, what are we reading and how do we treat that original text? Um, do we treat it as the golden tablets or do we treat it as what it actually is, as this uh, collection of works that have been edited, redacted? Um, go go listen to the um what do we call it? Of the Bible. <laughs> no, I think. Uh, what What is the Bible? I think it's the What is the Bible series. Oh, okay, okay. Um, th- that this is what we have. It's this mosaic. It's this quilt. So I think that's something else I would sort of add in. I okay, guess, and just to, to these just ground to, rules.
1: Yeah, and just to kind of blow up the original text idea even more, we do not. have...
0: All right, to hear this full episode as well as the entire back catalog of patron-exclusive episodes of Utterly Heretical for just $5 a month, head over to patreon.com almostheretical, and that link is also in these show notes. And lastly, thank you to everyone who supports this show. I've really enjoyed getting to meet you and hear so many of your stories on the Zoom calls and in the Facebook group. You really do keep this show going.